0: We begin today the Gemara on the Pechesam <coughs> seven lines from the bottom of the Amud. said in the Mishnah, Tziricha get mizeh um mizeh. The case we're speaking about over here is a woman. Her husband went overseas, and now Eid Echad came and said that her husband died. She got remarried, and now her husband shows up. So the Mishnah says, in such a case, she's going to have to get a get from her first husband and her second husband. We understand if we wanted to leave her first husband, she has to have a get from him, because she was married to him. Elo but from the second husband, amai, Why does she have to have a get? She could just walk away from him. ba al-muhu." The relation she had with him turns out to be znus. that turns out to be a relation without a marriage at all, because she was already an Aish. So what does she need a get from him? answers, "It's all the get here because there's a decree, people that see this might say that what really happened here? Gidish Z, the first husband divorced her. He left, he left overseas and he divorced her. and and she got married to the second husband. And Veimsis, get, and now they see that she's leaving the second husband without a get, and they'll think that she's leaving she's an Aishaish without a get. So therefore, will v'geizer that she also needs to get from the second husband. If this is what we're concerned about, there's a next mishnah, and there it says as follows: and a came along and said that your husband passed away, and she got remarried to another. She got married, that is, to a second person. But over here, the case was v'niskacha. It was only a kiddushin, which is the first stage of marriage. There was no relations here. <coughs> no, no no yichud, no bieh. And her first husband shows up. So since she never had any relations with the second husband, so the Mishnah says, <laughs> She can go back to the first husband. So the question of the Gemara is, how could she just simply go back to her first husband? Why are we not concerned that people are going to say, look, the second husband made a kiddushin, probably because the first husband divorced her already. So how could she just go back to the first husband? She's an ish. Answers the Gemara, There as well, what the halacha there is, uh, Sorry, this is part of the question actually. Why aren't we concerned over there as well that people are going to say, The first husband that went overseas divorced her. And the the second husband now was Meqaddisher. And the beget, And so this Esh that's going to leave her second husband and go back to the first marriage, is, is leaving without a get. Answers the Gemara, you're right. Over there, when it says that she can go back to her first husband, it doesn't mean without a get. She has to get a get from her second husband, and then she can go back to her first husband. Right, so the chidish over there is in our Mishnah, she has to leave from both of the husbands, the first and the second, because she already had relations with the second husband, she has to leave altogether. Here, the second husband was only Makadisha, so she can go back to the first husband, but with a get how could she go back to the first husband? If so, the first husband is returning a wife that he divorced once this wife already had a kiddushin with someone else. That's what people are gonna say. That's what it looks like. What's the halacha? Is a person allowed to marry his divorced wife? If she got married to someone else, he's not allowed to remarry his divorced wife. So over here, that's what it looks like it happened. She <coughs> left him. And she, people are saying that he divorced her and she already had a Kedushan with someone else. And now he's divorcing her and she's going back to her first husband. So why won't people think that this is also not allowed? And says the Gemara, no, there's an opinion that says that it's allowed. Rabbi <coughs> <coughs> Yaisi ben Kippur says that this is allowed. This is brought earlier in the Mesechte here. The Omar, he says, A wife that you divorced and she went and got fully married to someone else. Then you're not allowed to remarry her. But If you divorced her and she went and had Edith in the first age of marriage with someone else, then she could go back to her first husband. So that's not a problem. But the Gemara asks, asks weiter that you see from the Mishnah later that she does not need a get from the second husband in that case there when the second husband was only Mekadishar. Why? It says there in the seifa that Afal P. not son Law get. If this second husband, that was only <coughs> ma'adaser, only the first stage of marriage, if he gave her a get, so then that get will not passel her from marrying a kayin. What does this mean? Why not? Because that get that the second husband gives her is not a get really. It's nothing. She's still an sis. She's still married to the first husband. So what this get is, if this get is nothing, so then she's not going to become pasul to a kayin. So from this we understand the loy boy get when she leaves the second husband. To go back to the first husband, she does not need a get. First, why the boy get? If she would need a get, even if that get is only needed rabbonon, but amayle paslamen akohuna. If this get has some significance, it's a real get. So then, why would we say that it doesn't pass from Kohuna? So from here, the Gemara proves that she does not need a get at all. Ella says the Gemara, the reason why you don't need a get over here in this case is because Seife, the and the Seifa of the Mishnah, here again, the case in the Seifa is when she, her husband went overseas and another person was only Mekadesher, not yet a full marriage over there. The reason you don't need a get is because Amri Kiddushet Tos Have. People are going to say, people are going to understand that the second Kiddushan was a mistake. And therefore, the fact that she's leaving and going back to her first husband, nobody will make a mistake to say, that she's an Ashishish, people will know that the second marriage, the second kedushin, was a mistake. if people if you rely on people understanding that there, so you don't require a get, Reisha so the as well, when she got fully married to another person, so Amri have when the first husband shows up, won't people understand that the second marriage was a mistake and therefore she can go back to her first husband and she shouldn't need a get from the second husband. Or even if, or even if uh, she can't go back to her first husband, but she, she shouldn't need a get from the second husband. There's no, there's no mistake over here that people are going to make about this. Answers the Gemara that Kansua Rabbanon. Regarding the Resha of the Mishnah, when she got fully married to someone else, there was an Aveda done over here. As Rashi explained to the Mishnah, even though she was relying on the words of an Eidachad, she should have made her own investigation. So there is somewhat of an Aveda here, so therefore there's a Knas. Rabbanon gave her a Knas. If there was a Kiddushan done with a second husband, why should there not be a knas over there as well? She should have been more careful before she allows another person to be Mechadisher. And says the Gemara no, not you can't compare it. In the Reishad Then our Mishnah that we're speaking about over here, she went and got fully married to another person and they had relations already. So this is an Iser. She's an Esher ish, And she went and had relations with another person, she should have been more careful. Over here, Kansua. Here, Chachamu gave her a Knas, and she's going to need a get from the second husband. Seifed, the Leyavda In the Seifa of the Mishnah, though, when another person was Makadishir, but there was no relations yet, the marriage was not done yet, so then, so since so she didn't do an lay Chachamim did not give her a Knas. The point over here, the way Rashi explains this is, this chash that the Gemara mentioned before, that we're concerned that people are going to say that this is an Asia's ish, ish that's leaving without a get, it's really not such a strong concern. We could really rely on people knowing what happened, that the second marriage was a mistake. But it's somewhat of a concern. So, in a case where she did an Aveda, then Chachamim will machmer to be concerned about that. But in a case where she did not do an Aveda, Chachamim will mekel, Chachamim allowed her to leave the second husband and go back to her first husband without a get. Then it said in the Mishnah Ein lo ksube. she gets no ksuba, not from the first husband, not from the second husband. Why? So the Gummar explains, My time takino lata bonan ksuba, what's bakhlah the reason why Chachamim instituted that a woman when she gets divorced or her husband passes away, that he has to give her ksuba money, and that is Kadeshaloy Teh, Kalabain of Lloyd Siya. A person shouldn't think and it shouldn't be so light in his eyes to <coughs> divorce his wife. If a person knows that he can just divorce his wife and send her away without a penny, so then one day he's married to this woman, you know what, It just send. So in order it shouldn't be so easy and light in his eyes. There's, there's, you have to pay ksuba <coughs> money.
1: But over here,
0: oh, take ben Over here, since we want her to leave the first and second husband, so over here there's no reason for, to to impose upon the husband to pay ksuba money. We want him to send her away. So so therefore, there's no ksuba that that's shaykh in this case. Then it said aynla peyres, balois." she doesn't get any of the fruits from what her husband ate from her properties or any, any sustenance. He doesn't have to pay up for anything that she borrowed for, for her food, balois. any of the worn out clothing she had, he doesn't have to pay her, give her back. Why not? So Gemara says that goes along with the ksobe. T'nai k'suba, domi. These are things that are written as a condition in the ksobe. So just like she doesn't get the money of the ksobe, she doesn't get any of these things that are written in the ksobe. And the Mishnah said, not lo, mize mize. If she did take the ksuba from the first husband or the second husband, she has to return the money. <laughs> Isn't that obvious? She, if she doesn't deserve getting this as the ksube, so why should she not have to return what she took? Answers the Gemara, <laughs> I would think to say, <laughs> Once she grabbed this Ksubeh money, <laughs> We don't take it away from her. And the Rishayim explained that the Gemara here is speaking about that she took this money without Aden. So if she took this money, nobody saw that she took this money from her husband. She's coming and admitting and telling us that she took this money from the husband. But we didn't see it. So th- she has what's called a migo She could have said that I never took this money from you. This is my money. So maybe in such a case we should allow her to keep the money. So therefore Kamash Malan, that's the chilesh of her Mishnah, that nevertheless this is not her money. We don't accept any migu here. And she's going to have to return this money to her husband that's not hers. Then the Mishnah said, Havlad Mamzer. That a child that's born from the second marriage or from the first <coughs> marriage, either way, the child is a mamzer. So now, the chiddush the, the of this Mishnah here is, any child born from the second marriage is very <coughs> simply understood why the child is a mamzer. She was an Esh from the first marriage and she had a child from the second marriage, so that child is, is a child born from an Esh ish. that child is a mamzer. The question though is, if she goes back to her first husband and she has a child, why would the child be a mamzer? Since the second marriage never took effect, and she's just going back to her first husband, the first marriage is still there. So the child shouldn't be a mamzer. True, she should leave her first husband. So she's not supposed to go back to him. But just because they were geyser, that makes a child a mamzer. Turn a child into a mamzer. That's a question the Gemara will address here. But the Gemara does not address this right in the beginning and directly. The Gemara will first bring from another, another place, Benige'at, to Truma, where you find the Kayach of Chachamim. And this is actually the opening of a long sugi here, of about a blot and a half, where the Chachamim, where the Gemara that is, is going to discuss the Kayach of Chachamim, to uproot a mitzvim in a Torah, or create a Takana that goes against something that it says in the Torah. How far does the Kayach of the Chachamim go? This case of making a child a mamzer is one example, and the Gemara will bring another example regarding truma. So it goes through a sort of a lengthy discussion regarding truma, and then it comes back to our Mishnah regarding a mamzer. Let's see. So Tanan Asam, we learned in the Mishnah in the Trumas that ain't tayrimin min atameh latar. Chachamim instituted that you can't take truma if you have produce, and part of it is tome and part of it is tair. You can't take the trume from what's tomai on what's Tar. You're gonna give the kayin tome produce. What happens if you give the Kayin tomme produce? Kayin can't eat it. Can't eat trume. that's tome. What is he gonna do with it? The only thing he can do with it is use it as fuel for a fire. So you, you can't give kayin trume in a way that he has a major loss. He's relying on this food to eat and he can't eat it. That's a stakana. Now badvim ta'ram Bishaigig. If you gave the trume from produce that's tamay, you didn't realize it's tomai. Truma say truma, so then the truma takes effect, and it's good. it if you did this intentionally, so then, le'asa v'lo'iklom. What you did this is nothing. That's the expression of that Mishnah. Lo'iklom, it's nothing. The question now is, the like Gemara is going to bring two opinions. What does it mean it's nothing? My To what extent does it mean that because you gave a truma, in a way that Chachamim said you should not, to how far do we say that this truma is nothing? So there's two opinions here. The Ravchista said, The meaning of the words of the Mishnah mean literally, what you did is completely worthless. And he explains what that means. (laughs) Even that measure, that uh, (laughs) amount of produce that you gave for Truma as well, is not Truma. It's, it's still Tevel, it's still considered to be part of the rest of the produce. Where it's be- before, before you take any truma of it, it's called Tevel, and, it's, and you can't eat it at all. So no truma took effect at all, nothing. That's Rav Chista's opinion. Rav Rav says, no, it doesn't go so far. le klom. what this means is, every time you give truma, so there's two things that happen. Number one, there's the truma that you took, that took effect on that produce, that it is truma. And number two, the rest... Of the produce is now fixed. What does it mean? Fixed? Now you can, now you can go ahead and eat it. You took off the truma, so it's not tevil anymore. And now you can go ahead and eat it. So Rav Nasan Bar says that regarding the shirayim, regarding all the rest that you want to go ahead and eat because you now separated the truma, no, you, you can't eat it. You're going to have to give truma again. But regarding the truma that you gave, that truma did take effect. It is truma, so it doesn't mean completely v'leiklom. So now, the Gemara explains what, what the basis of their argument is. Rav Chista does not say, like Rav Baishia says, that the Truma did take effect. But you just have to give Truma again, the Yomit Haver Truma, if you're going to say that this Tomei Truma did take effect. So now, Zimnun the Pasha, Chacham made a here, that sometimes people will be very negligent about this. And they're not going to take Truma a second time. If you tell a person that the trauma you just ex- separated did not take effect at all, so then he understands he has to give trauma again. But you're going to tell him the trauma you gave took effect, and the kohen keeps that. But now you got to give trauma a second time. So many people will be negligent about it. They'll say, "Look, the first trauma took effect." So therefore, Avchista says we say that nothing took effect at all. You have to give trauma a second time because the first trauma was not trauma. That was the basis of le'asav le'kloam. It's exayim and Rabbanam. The so before, as I said, the Gemara is going to discuss here, right here, you see this concept that because we are afraid that a person might be negligent, Chachamim uproot this whole Trumah that really did take effect. The Gemara will address that soon. But before this, the Gemara first will ask various different questions from other Mishnayis regarding this halacha of trumir, both on Rav Kista's opinion and Ab bar opinion. So first, the Gemara asks on Rav Kista's opinion. So Afchist over here said that the Truma does not take effect at all. So Majna, no, how is this different? Mehoditna, and from another Mishnah where we learned as follows. Haterim Kishus, a person that was separating Truma Kishus, some kind of melon. Cucumber. Huh? Cucumber. Cucumbers, okay. So he was separating Truma and he wanted to give cucumbers. And the Nimtis Mada, it came out that the cucumbers were not good, they were sour they were bitter. So it's not, not good produce, for so he was giving it for Truma. He wanted to give a nice fresh watermelon for Truma, and instead when to Soruach, it was a spoiled watermelon and it, 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 was, it wasn't good. So the Mishnah here says, trumeh, So the Truma does take effect, but Viyakza, but he should also give a Truma a second time, because what he gave was spoiled. So what's the question? Here we see <coughs> that the Truma takes effect, but he has to give Truma a second time. What did Afista say? The Truma doesn't take effect at all. When you give Thme Truma, you got to do the whole Truma over again. So the Gemara says, how what kind of question is this? Shagig amazed Is he asking a question from a case of a shagig to a case of a amazid? Shagig lay Over here, this person wanted to give fresh watermelon or fresh cucumbers, and it turned out to be sour, to be spoiled. So over there we say that the trume took effect, but he should just give it a second time. So he didn't do any yisr. But over here, when it comes to the the case of the Truma Tumea, since he separated Tomei Truma, over here Avchishtah says that the Mishnah is saying that the Truma does not take effect at all. But now the Gemara says, But there actually is a question that you can ask, there's a contradiction here, from another case where the Truma that he gave was not good Truma, but it was only B'Shegik. And there's a contradiction regarding this. Why? Because over here it says that B'Shegik Truma Se that B'Shayig, he gave the Truma and he thought he's giving fresh produce and it turned out to be not fresh. Or actually again, going back to the, um, to the Mishnah before. Okay, when it says Hocha katani going back to the Mishnah we said before when a person gives Tomei Truma. So what did it say? If a person gave Tomei Truma, and he didn't realize it was B'Shayig, the Truma is good. You don't have to do anything additional. That's it, the Truma is good and it's good to go. That's what it said before. And hasam ketani truma and over there it says when a person wanted to give fresh produce and it came out to be spoiled so it says there that the truma took effect but viachsavi yitrem but he does he should give truma a second time because it turned out to be spoiled produce so what's the difference in both cases it's a shaikig Answers the Gemara, there is a difference. Hossam, in the case where the, the produce he gave turned out to be spoiled, we are more stringent with him. And the reason is, Hossam cut of Lamezit. That is a Sheigig. He didn't do it intentionally, but it's a kind of a Sheigig that's very close to being intentional. Why? The Bayelil Mitame. If you're giving produce for a Kaim for Trume, you should taste it. You should take a look to see if this is good. If the fact that you turned out to be spoiled is a certain level of negligence, you should have paid attention to what he's doing. Taste it it's a good question. Could, if you, well before yeah, before you give the truma, you could taste it. Oh, yeah. Okay. right So then you could see what, he, what he's giving? Another contradiction that was asked regarding a case where a person Bemazed gave Truma, that's not good. So the theory here is, what does it say here? Bemazed that if you give Bemazeid tommy Truma, it doesn't take effect at all. According to Rakhiste, the whole truma did not take effect at all. And Hasantnan, there's another mission where it says as follows. Hatayrim, a person that takes <coughs> truma, mishaein nokov al nakov. There are two kinds of flower pots. There's a perforated flower pot, and there, that whatever produce grows in it is chayiv in truma menatayra, because it has holes that are that it, it takes some nourishment from the ground from Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, it's chayiv <coughs> in truma. And then there's a flower pot that has no, is not, not perforated. So then this is not menatayra. There's no truma. There's only midraban on a mitzvah truma. So here, this person took truma. From a, if the produce that grew in a flower pot, that's not even chayvin truma at all. And he took truma from there on the flower pot. What grew there? What is chayvin truma? So the Mishnah there says truma that it is truma, but ve'yachzar ve'yitroim, you should take truma a second time. So this was done mazid intentionally gave truma from produce that's not even chayvin truma. And over here it says the truma takes effect, but take truma a second time. What did Rav Chista say before when you give Tummy truma, it doesn't take effect at all? What's the difference? Answers the Gemara, the difference is as follows, Betray money, Zayis, since over here, in this case of the two different flower pots, so since it's two separate flower pots, if we tell him that he has to give Truma over again, the person will understand this, and he'll see that the Truma was not good, and he'll, he'll listen to us to give it again. The reason is, he's going to understand that there's one flower pot, a different flower pot, so I can't give Truma for one over the other, and he's going to remember to give Truma again. But over here, mana, if he's giving truma from every from produce that grew in the same flower pot or in the same field, and you tell him he has to give truma over again, even though the first truma took effect, Over here, the person is not going to listen to us, and that's why by the tomei truma, we say that we're afraid he'll be negligent and not give it, give it again, so the truma does not take effect at all. So this is all questions the Gemara was asking on Avchista's opinion that said that the truma does not take effect at all. Now, there was the other opinion before. What did Rav Nassim Bar-a-I-Shiye say when a person gives Tomei Trumah and the Mishnah said that he did nothing? It doesn't mean the Truma that he gave did not take effect. The Truma took effect, but rather all it means is shirayim, that for the leftovers that he wants to go ahead and eat, he has to give Truma a second time. Trume, the first Tomei that he gave did take effect, so the question is, there's another part of the mission that we just quoted, and over there the Mishnah says, "Maishno." What would be the difference, if not," from this that it says over there in that Mishnah? And over here the case is in the reverse. Again, we're talking about two flower pots. One is perforated, and one is not. And only from the perforated plou- fa- flower pot is there a chiv of trumah and And over here, what the person did is, minanokov al He gave trumah from the flower pot which has a hole in it, so that's chiv and trumah and And he gave trumah from there, "Al on the other flower pot, that's not even chayv truma at all, menatayra. So truma say truma. So this truma that he gave to the kayin will be good truma, but Veloit teichal, you can't eat from it. You're gonna have to give truma for this a second time. The reason is you separated this truma from this flower pot, which is chayv menatayra. For what? For other produce that's not even chayv in truma menatayra. So really, menatayra, this truma does not take effect. Imagine a person is taking truma from produce of Eretz Yisrael for produce that grew in Chutz That truma didn't take effect at all. The produce in Chutz slots is potted from truma. So if the, the produce that grows in this flower pot that's not perforated is, is not chayvin truma at all. So therefore this truma is not truma. So we what we say is this truma took effect, but you're gonna have to take truma again from this produce itself. It's as if it's not truma yet. it's not truma yet. You're gonna have to take truma a second time. So the question is, if over here we see that you have to take the truma a second time, why before, when a person takes the tomate truma, do we say that the truma <laughs> takes effect and he does not have to take truma a second time? That's the Gemara. It's not the same thing. Shani ha'cha over here when you're giving Tomei trume on your Tohei produce, the midiraisa trume mal yishei. Over here, minatayde, this trume totally took effect. You can't compare it to the case where you took trume for produce that grew in a flower pot that's not perforated. Over there, the whole minatayde, it's like taking trume from what's in Eretz Yisrael to what grew in Chutzla. It never took effect. But over here, it's good trume giving tomei truma is acceptable. Where do we see this? Like Rabbi Lohi said, How do I know if you have produce and you have bad quality and good quality and you give from the bad quality, the truma for the good quality? How do I know that the truma takes effect? You should not have an ba'arimchem If you give from your best for the truma. So what do we see from this, if when you gave what's not good quality, never took effect at all and you're going to have to give the truma all over again, this is Chet Lama, why would it be innovative if you give bad quality? The Torah is saying, don't give bad quality, that means even when you give the bad quality, the truma took effect. Elamai, there's a Chet that you chose to give bad quality. So from here we see that even if you give bad quality, it takes effect. Chet Lama, otherwise what would it be a Chet? So, come from here I see, and all when you give from the bad quality. For good quality, Truma, that the Truma takes effect. And it's the same thing also, even regarding Tomei Truma. You're giving a in really bad quality. You're giving him Tomei Truma, you can't even eat it at all. The only thing he can do is use it as fuel. But still, the Truma takes effect. So that's why, in this case, Minah, you don't have to give Truma over again for this, from this. But, never gave Truma. That's true. Yeah. That's why he has to... Though, there were guys that the truma should take effect, but he's going to have to give the truma all over again. Because it's as if there was no truma taken over here, correct? Uh, right. He gave something, then he found out that it's good, you have to give again, but here it's spoiled. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. And has to give again, but over there it's another mm-hmm. case. Over there, the Gemara says because it's shaygei karev lemeizid. Over there, the Gemara gave right. a different reason because it's shaygei of lemeizid. So therefore, he has to give it again. So it's almost like he, he should have tasted it. So it's right. of lemeizid. Now, finally, the Gemara comes back to the halacha that we connecting back to our Mishnah. What did I say in our Mishnah that the child will be a mamzer? So now the Gemara says as follows: First, over here regarding Truma. We see a tremendous power that Chachamim have. What's your opinion? You said, when you give truma on what you did is worthless. And meaning, Even that measure of Truma that you did give, and it took effect, but nevertheless, it's like it's not Truma at all. It goes back to being part of the rest of the produce which Truma was not taken from it yet. Question is, so what did you say? My time, what was the reason? Say that this is all a decree, we're afraid that if we're not gonna go so far to say that the truma is not truma at all, the person might not give truma again, he might be negligent. But the question is, me the is there ever such a kind of thing that you could say that this truma is truma? And because of a concern that a person might be negligent Chachamim are going to come and say that what's troma And it could only be eaten by a Kayan and any other Yisrael that eats from it It's a serious ism and atayda And because of their concern, because of anxiety, they could consider it to be chulin. Could Bezdin make a a decree, could they they institute something that uproots a truma over here, this is truma or anything that's min That's the big question the Gemara has here. Like I said, this begins a whole long sugi which the Gemara will discuss this subject. So the Gemara answers and says, So Rav answered back to the Rabbah and he said, Yeah, you don't agree to this, that Chachamim have this power to uproot something in And he brought him from our Mishnah. We learned here in the Mishnah, when this woman got remarried to her second husband after she was told her first husband passed away. And she went back to her first husband. And she had a child from the first husband. That's That's a legitimate marriage. And nevertheless, chachamim came and said the child is a mamzer. Avlad mamzer or So the question here is, The child is a mamzer from the second marriage. We understand because she was an eshes ish. Elamirishaim. But from the first marriage, I'm my wife. She would go back to the first husband. Would the child be a mamzer? Ishtoihu? Minat This is his wife. And yahu. The child born is a perfect yid. So chachamim make a child into a mamzer? And then, what happens if they make the child into a mamz? and what's the Allah of every mamz? A mamza can't marry a yisrael, a Mamza could only marry a mamzeres. So they're being mater a and menatayda by allowing this good yisrael, so to speak, to go and be married to a mamzeres. <coughs> so to think about the gemara answers, no, there's no rai from our mishnah. Why? Because Amalei said Rabbi said, Shmuel. Shmuel said regarding our mishnah, "Also be mamzeres." This mamzer from the first marriage. She will not be allowed, or, or mamza that is, it's not a she. The, the mamza will not be allowed to marry into Klaal Yisrael because Chachamimah Mahmoud and say that this child should be a mamza. But at the same time, they're not uprooting the Islam and He's not going to be able to go and marry a mamza either. He can't marry either, nobody. nobody. He can't, yeah, he's stuck. He can't marry not Yisrael and not a mamza, this is a very strong Zayda. <laughs> he, he can't marry a because he's minatayda, he's still a regular yid. Minatayda is a good yid. We're, talk, huh? We're talking Second. about from the first marriage, from the first marriage. V'chei'en ki yaserav anam rab yechenin aser be' mamzeres. That is aser to marry a mamzeres. Amayi kari lo mamzer. So why is the Mishnah saying that this child born from the first marriage is a mamzer? Lo oyser be' bas <laughs> Yisrael. But he can't marry a bas so he can't marry not a bas Yisrael and not a mamzeres. That's uh, so there's no rai from our Mishnah. Shalach le'rav chizde rabbe biyad, rav ache barav hunes. sent to rabbe through rav ache barav to tell him. Again, regarding this discussion that they had, is it not true that Bezdin could institute something that uproots Iser? And they brought him another Braisa. We learned in the Braisa as follows. From what point would a person inherit his wife, which is a Katana? So the Allah is a person's wife passes away, so the husband inherits his wife. Now the thing is, Usually we're speaking about a marriage, so the husband inherits his wife. Over here though, we're talking about a katana. A katana that got married, we're talking about a katana that was a yusayma. Her, her father never married her off. A father could marry off his daughter which is a katana and the marriage takes effect. But if she was a katana and she had no father, she's a yusayma, who can marry her off? Her brothers, her mother, but that's only a marriage with the Rabbana. We had this before in the Masechte. So in such a case the question is at what point do we say that nevertheless even though the marriage is mid Rabbanan, the husband could inherit her. So there's a few opinions. there. When she stands up meaning when she's a when she once she's Bas Mitzvah. Beshelo says when the marriage is complete, full, after edison and Kiddushin and Chopeh, then, then he will yarshen her. Rabbi Yeza, Rabbi Yeza says, once they have relations, then he's, you're going to Yashinah. He will yashin her, her, and we'll mitamala. and if he's a Kayan, he's allowed to be Metamah to her. And also, Vayichel is, as we learned before in the Masech, if he's a Kayan and she's a Basisral and she's married to him now, even though this is only a marriage with the Rabbanon, because of this marriage, she can eat truma." That's the b'risa. So, before the Gemara asks the question from this b'risa, the Gemara explains the three opinions. Bishama Yehemrin Beshame said, became also that he can Yarshen her after she becomes Bas Mitzvah. So now, what does this mean? <laughs> Even if the marriage was not complete, only the first stage of marriage, without chuppah yet, how could that be? Rashi brings, we learned earlier in the Masechta that a, a, a woman that's married to only the first stage of marriage, you, you, the husband does not yashin her yet. So how can we say here that he would yashin her? For sure in this case he shouldn't. This is only <laughs> a, a marriage with Rabbanon. <coughs> so the Gemara explains what, what Beshameh that is meant. So he, what he meant is, Beshameh was saying that she has to be already a... a she has to be a bas mitzvah, that's what be kemosa means, and also tikones l'chopah, in addition there has to be a chuppah as well. This is what Beshami was saying to Basil, you say that he would yashin her mishitikones l'chopah, once she enters into a chuppah, full marriage even if she's still a katana, so Bishami is saying no. Only if she's already she's already a gedayla, mahanyila Then the chope is effective, and he'll yarshan her. But if she's not a gedayla, then the chope does not take effect at all. That's the explanation for Bishami's opinion. Rabbi Leiza, what did Rabbi Leiza say? Once he has relations with her, then he'll yarshan her. So the Gemara asks on this. Rabbi Leiza, himself said, Whatever actions are done by a katana is worthless. So, how does Rabbi Yeza give any significance to this, the fact that he had relations with her, that now he would yarshan her? So, the Qumran answers you, right? What Rabbi Yeza meant is when she becomes a Gedoyla and he had relations with her, then he would yarshan her. That's the explanation for the Brahsa for the three opinions here. But now the Gemara says, wait a minute, this whole entire marriage is all midrabanon Minat, there's no marriage here. So mi is, what does it say here? yarsha that the husband would yashan his wife, even though the marriage is Midrabbonon. For who yashins this girl when she passes away? The father, because she still is the father's daughter, and she has no children. <coughs> Who's the first Yiddish of a person that has no children? The father. The father Menatay is the one that Yashinzer. Um, with the Rabbanon Labal and of are uprooting the the Yerusha and they are saying that instead the husband Yashinzer. How could the uproot something that's uh, Yerusha here, which is Minataira? So this this is Rav Chista saying. Rav Chistah was sending to Rabbah to ask him and prove to him here. You see, Chachamim could uproot something Menatayda. Answers the Gemara. This is a different case. There's no Rai from here. Hefker bezdan hefker. Over here, there's a koyach. Chachamim have regarding money matters. Chachamim have a koyach. The bezdan has a koyach to take any money and to possess it and give it to someone else. They can be mafker anything and give it to someone else. What's this power Chachamim have? said. How do we know when it comes to money matters? Bezn has a koyach to confiscate money and give it to someone else. Sheneva the pasuk says this is by Ezra. Wherever is not going to come for the next three days, as the Sodom and the Zekeinim said that everyone should assemble. Yachram, all of his possessions will be confiscated, and he's going to be separated from the entire congregation. So here we see that he was able to decree on the Klal Yisrael and on their possessions that he's going to confiscate their money. So here we see Bezna to to take away the when it comes to money, to take away possessions. Another source for this concept of hefke beznehefke, and Loza imemahocha. It says in the Pasik, "Ela anachlo is ashenachlo, Loza kain vishu benun." Loza kain vishu benun. So they, they gave Yidden their portion in Eretz Israel, and then the pasik uses the term "ve'Roshe ha'avais lamata is bnei the roshay ha'avais of the different shvatim of the Yidden. So, what does this expression of "Roshe ha'avais" mean? The heads of the avais. What is What does this expression of the heads of the fathers? What's the connection of heads and fathers? Either they're the fathers of the Shvatim, or they're the heads of the Shvatim. What this is saying is, Just like a father, so the, 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 when the father passes away, the child inherits from the father. So, whatever they want, they give to the children. So, too, the heads of the Yidin, which is the Bezdin, they could take possessions and give it to whoever they see fit, according to their Takone as well. This is a Kayach of Hefke, Bezden, Hefke. But now, the Gemara goes back to that Braise. It didn't only say the fact that you would Yarshen your wife, which is only your wife, the Abbanah. It also says that a Kayan could become Tomek to her. So, that still remains a question. How could Chachamim allow you to become Tami to a wife, which is only mitarabbanon, if minatayre she's not your wife? Bahlal. So they're uprooting isa. minatayre. Umetamila, it said that he could be metamit but v'ha'ha'chadim mitaraisa via she's not married at all. So it's only your father that could be metamit and metamila is saying that the marriage is a marriage, and now the husband could be metamit How could we say such a thing? So it doesn't disprove that Chachamim could uproot something minatayre. Answers the Gemara, the reason is, we the mitzvah. She's considered to be a mess mitzvah, which is a mess that nobody is attending to her, so therefore the husband can be mitama to her. Huh? Because that's an exception. Over uh, here, even about the husband, about though. Huh? What about the father? father as well, but over here in this case, we're talking about the husband, that even the husband could attend to her. And the reason is because if he won't, so then we can't rely on anyone else. But the Gemara asks, so me have a mess mitzvah? Why are we considering this woman, when she passes away, to be a mess mitzvah that no one will attempt to her? But Va tanya, we learned in the Brayse, that describes what is a mess mitzvah. When someone passes away and there's nobody that's going to bury him. But if, 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 you, if someone calls out, And asks that this person needs to be buried. And someone answers and comes and buries him. And he's a mes mitzvah. So that's not a mes mitzvah. So why are we considering this woman there to be a mes mitzvah? So the Gemara says, Here as well, Since she has no children that are inheriting her, um, So if you call and ask people to bury her, nobody will answer. and Not necessarily will she have anyone to bury her. So therefore the husband is allowed to bury her. Because she is considered to be a mes mitzvah. She's open for uh, it's open to whoever wants Correct to So therefore this is not uprooting any The last point the Gemara addresses The other thing it said over here is That even though this marriage is only made abandon, But nevertheless The husband causes that his wife Can eat trume if he's a kind It said that she can eat Because of the marriage to him How could you do that? If the whole marriage is Midir how could you uproot the Ism and and allow this Bas to eat Truma? explains, but Truma it only refers to Truma Midirabanan, which is Bismanaze, or maybe Truma from fruits, which are only Midir that, that, only for Truma the Mishnah was saying that she can eat Truma, but Truma Midir she will not be able to eat. So, the conclusion of the Gemara so far is we have no raya that Chachamim could uproot the Issa or any halacha Minatayr. <coughs> and we'll see the continuation. There's a more a long discussion about this in the Gemara here.